That's not how we say it. Octavarius, so nefarious, eight legs and a wicked arm. Octavarius, descended from planet X, ready to save our planet from harm. He'll make you laugh, he'll make you cry, but most importantly, he's gonna save you. I'm good at it. Speak for himself, he's got a lot to say. I'm happy to stay there. Ready? Ready? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Scott. That's okay. I'm going to eat it. I'll try again. All right. Hey, everybody. It seems to hook left. Cheese balls. Cheese balls. Cheese balls. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Octavarius Podcast. Hey. My name's Cheese Ball. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Cheese balls. Hey, guys. This is episode 143 of the podcast. Damn, girl. Damn, girl. That's not enough. Hey, you know what? what? Without any further ado at all, let's start off at the far end of the room and sound off. Mm. It's Mark. Uh, It's Nick. Hi, it's LP. Hey, it's Scott. Hey, it's Cloud. Mm. It's Brian. (laughs) No, it's Tins. Hey, Mm. it's Chris. You got Keith on the dial. And uh, I think we're we're doing well. Um, current uh, current Bears game aside, uh, we are we're doing pretty well. I think. Um, thanks everybody who came out to the uh, Twilight versus Hunger Game show, which would have been last night as we're recording this. You, that was super fun. You know the numbers? How many people were there? Like a billion. Like a oh, billion. Was, uh, billion. That's like there a lot. Two from every neighborhood in Chicago. Sweet. Thanks yeah. everyone. Thanks, Phil Sale, Normal Park. Jefferson Park. Jefferson Park. Well, I don't know how you picked your tributes for the show. But, uh. <laughs> Thanks, Bronzeville. Yeah, a lot of, lot, of, lot of excited people. A lot of new faces last night. A lot of corpses, but it's staff to clean up after the show, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah it was killed everybody but two who almost ate those blueberries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of dead bird carcasses in the show. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. What? What? What's wrong, Tins? You didn't fuck up, did you, Tins? Oh, did you? shit, I forgot the mailbag. Oh. 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 When you say okay. fast, it hurts less. Well, I literally have the mail bag today. What? So let me just open this one. Because it's a bag. Oh, Mark! Like I intended. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. Jeez. Listeners, are you okay? Well, Mark has are you all right? Regard for Tins, if you. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, that totally didn't work at all like I wanted it to. I guess it that really makes did. me feel better. Been, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, well, today's letter uh, comes to us from one uh, T. Erky. Wait a minute. Mr. Erky writes, um, uh, Dear Octavarius, uh, I know this may be the last time I can ever write to you because coming up is Thanksgiving. The day of murder for my people. And what makes me saddest about this most is there's always awesome football games on Thanksgiving. And every year, instead of enjoying them, I'm running for my life uh, from unchecked hunters. And it has been this way uh, for my people for generations. What do you guys think about that? Also, do you know any good self-defense techniques that work for turkeys? Not for turkeys. I thought he was an urky. A tea urky. I think his uh, parents played a cruel joke on him. Oh, wow. It's like, like uh, naming uh, U H But it's weird because he still didn't seem like he was in on the joke. No, he wasn't. I guess he doesn't have to acknowledge the cruelty of it. You know, I really can't feel all that bad for us uh, killing and eating so many turkeys around Thanksgiving because they're just dumb animals. 
They are a lot of them. Yeah, Yeah, barely though. They are seriously so. They are such dumb animals. And the food chain. Yeah, but like they deserve to be even lower where they are. Have you heard how they talk? They're idiots. I mean, like they they will literally they. They um, have to separate them when they're when they're on farms. They have to separate them because if there is a rainstorm, they will literally get scared and pile on each other and cluster into each other so thick and so dense that they'll just they'll crush the birds on the bottom. Thousands of turkeys will just form a big old turkey ball and crush whoever's on the oh, bottom. You know it's gross, but that just made me think of. Have you Third heard ball. of a? Of a of a giant, the like the what do they call the the rat? The rat. It's like dreadlock rats. Rat kings. Rat we were just talking about this uh, last night. What? Oh, dude, Wait, it's what? Gross. <laughs> it's like imagine uh, like a like a how would you call them? A herd of rats. Um, <laughs> like a herd of rats all hanging out. Like a gaggle of rats. A ratatouille. And they all and they're all dirty and filthy, and their hair has never been washed or shampooed. So they their hair just starts like forming together like one big dreadlock. Oh, it's until it's like it's not it's not just the hair either. The tails get stuck together. The tails get knotted up. Yeah, and they become a king rat, like a like twenty. Is it twenty? Like about twenty. It's like a bunch of rats. It's a ton of rats. Is one rat? How do they move? How does it look? It looks disgusting. I'm gonna. Is it like a Doug Trio? I'll show it to Makula just for for your guys. Sh- I really want to look at this yeah. one actually, though. Well, you know, and spiders. Oh, our, our our buddy Logan. That's disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. Our buddy our buddy Logan Dean actually recently read a, an entire book just on rats, and uh, I guess he was saying. Somehow the book managed to fascinate him. I think it's it's terrifying. Yeah, hell yeah. But he said, uh, according to the book, if you're in a major metropolitan area, you are statistically, uh, on average, no less than like 11 feet at any given time from rats fucking. What? <laughs> yeah, like if you go outside... I'm telling you how far are you from them like going on the first date. <laughs> like... Uh, like eight feet. How about, how about Rat Oral? How far am I from Rat Oral right like now? A rat beach? Yeah. Rat beach, like 30 feet. <laughs> 30 feet? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Dude, with those buck teeth, they'll be awful at Oral. Uh, yeah, yeah, rats would suck at, at giving Oral's No, they wouldn't suck. That's the thing. Uh, yeah, they would <laughs> chew on it because they're horrible burn. Man, you know, uh, a big part of Thanksgiving that... Uh, <laughs> that uh, <laughs> That, that sticks out to me is football on Thanksgiving, and I love. Uh, I, I'm. Am I the only one that loves football pregame shows? No, Dude, I, it's like a it's like a love hate relationship. I with just them. love like sport. Like when you get you get a bunch of sports in general. Like when you get a bunch of professional uh, broadcasters who like went to school to be actual broadcasters and uh, retired professionals who like. You know, took classes or whatever as, like, their bullshit major, but, like, really are athletes at best. And you get them in front of the TV screen. My favorite example is Charles Barkley, <laughs> is the best on-air color commentator of all time. I like Stacey King. Stacey King. King is, no, Stacey King's great for, like, actual live color commentary, but, like, for pre-game, oh, pre-game post-game, analysis. Charles Barkley is the best. He is, because he's, like, he, when he first started... He used to just get drunk in the green room, and there was one broadcast <laughs> where he actually kept his mic on and did the entire post-game uh, analysis from the green room as he was wasted. It was amazing. <laughs> all of his team, like all his his broadcast team, were like playing along with it, like it was a joke, but it was like totally real. It was great. 
They're, football has colorful personalities, but they don't really have the solid drunks. I guess Joe Namath was the closest. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's classic. And he yeah. didn't he didn't last uh, as a broadcaster, but then they returned to him for where uh, Susie Colbert interviewed him on the sideline, and he told her, "I could just kiss you right now." <laughs> Which yeah. I loved very much. But I, for in-studio, my favorite is the Fox NFL pregame show. Bradshaw? Uh, I like, there's something about Terry and Howie. Yeah. And then, and the then well, the thing is, and when they brought in Jimmy Johnson, it brought it Even to better. the next level. Even they better. used to have Jim Brown, who's now with CBS. Mm-hmm. He was their, you know, broadcaster. CBS is all right. They got, what, they got uh, Shannon Sharp, or has he been replaced with Keyshawn? Deion Sanders is there, De- right? Okay. Deion... Uh, Boomer used to be there. Boomer Sison, used to be there. Not Boomer Boomer Sison. I think he's still there. Chris Carter did it for a while. Chris Carter was there, yeah. but uh, I but I have to say, I, I, there's something about Jimmy Johnson with that perfect hair, and then uh, Terry and Howie, and then usually they bring in a comedian. Originally it was Jimmy Kimmel, then it was Frank Caliendo, oh, and up. now it's Rob Riggle. And Rob Riggle's great. That's oh. awesome. I didn't realize he did that. Yeah, now. it's Rob Riggle now. It's great. And, uh, and so I always enjoy that relationship between the comic and the football players. Jimmy Kimmel initially used to always, you know, he'd always rip on Terry and Howie, and he'd bring in his cavalcade of characters well, like, before he got his own The first show. comedian I thought to do that was uh, Dennis Miller. Man, Dennis Night Miller. But he, he was, yeah, it was weird, though, because he wasn't like a, he was a, a live yeah. Game comedian. That was, like, I remember when that happened. That was a Monday Night Football thing. And this was after Madden and Summerall, right? Or was yeah. it Madden and, uh, and uh, what's his name? It was post-Madden Summerall, post-Madden Michaels. Okay, so, so it, was it was Madden Summerall, then Madden Michaels. Then Michaels. Dennis Miller, Tony Kornheiser, and Mike Tirico, I think. Yeah. But yeah, they needed to terrible name. Corn, yeah. corn, what? Tony Kornheiser. Tony, Tony Kornheiser. His personality is like his name, abrasive and unattractive. Just a Dennis little Kornheiser and a little corny. So, so, so what did Dennis Miller do? Because I I don't know that much about. So Dennis games. Miller had an encyclopedic knowledge of football, but Dennis Miller is known for just his encyclopedic knowledge and obscure references. Yeah. He's and, not really known for making people laugh. <laughs> as as yeah. much as he is for like, oh, he's that guy that says things that goes over the audience's head. I thought he was charming on Weekend Update, but on uh, on Monday Night Football, he'd be like, man, that catch was uh, more controversial than the initial Magna Carta. Yeah, didn't he call someone a monkey, too? That first Uh-oh. Magna Carta was really controversial, too. Yeah, I, I can't believe what they wrote. It was bullshit. I couldn't believe what they said. A lot of people died. No one could. Yeah, well, well never... that was longer of a pass than the 95 feces. Yeah, the last time I had a pass that long, uh, the guy on the TV was uh, this reference. Yeah, <laughs> right. so yeah it, just, it wore same. really thin, and it kind of killed lo- uh, live comedy commentary. But uh, I, I don't know if there's a place for it. Yeah, it's no. a place in history. Like we tried that, and that everyone can yeah. see that wasn't a good idea. It's one of those yeah. things that just doesn't last. But, but the thing that does last is football on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Like that, that they're doing like, yeah. And Giada at home on Thanksgiving is also a big treat for the men. In my family, like for every holiday, it's so it's so crazy of a divide because all the guys will be like 
football, yes, me so into it. And all the girls just like loathe it. They're like, turn it off. Oh my god. Is that what the women in your family say? <laughs> <laughs> I find most football. of them stomach it pretty well. They yeah. Like, They're just like, so busy cooking up the food for us, Alex. I don't know. Like, it's just this like crazy divide. Ems in between, like, whatever's cool. So, what, what do the women want to watch? I think they want to watch the, like. Um, is that when the, stuff uh, or girls like anything but girl stuff? Is that when uh, what's that Christmas movie that plays all the time on like TBS? Christmas Vacation? No. Uh, Christmas oh, Story. Christmas, Christmas Story. Christmas That's story. Christmas Is that when that starts? Yeah, they usually start on Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving, yeah. right? Football. They usually do. Football. Uh, for Thanksgiving, football is entertaining mm. in my family because we have different allegiances. So my grandmother. Uh, she grew up in Wisconsin, Ooh. and she is a Packers fan through and through. Get out of here! Um, so like, <laughs> you know, it's she's she's eased up on it. She's she's lived around here enough where you know if the Packers, if it's the Bears versus the Packers, you know she'll always root for the Packers. It's never um, Bears versus Packers on Thanksgiving. No, not on Thanksgiving. I'm just saying in general. When she watches it, she can she can root for the Bears as long as they're not playing against the Packers. Uh, but she would say, like, you know, like, grandmas say funny things. You're like, oh, that's funny only because a grandma say. always? Jeez. And she would, her, her grandma, angry thing, she'd watch and she would yell. She'd be like, break off their arms and beat them with the bloody end. Ooh. And that was, that was my grandmother's catchphrase when she was taunting. That's a terrible catchphrase for a drawstring toy. It's, it's a Polish one. It's an old <laughs> Polish one. Tlaski. Does anybody know which mm-hmm. teams play every Thanksgiving? I know the yeah. Detroit Lions. Uh-huh. Detroit Lions. That's one. The Dallas Cowboys. Every Thanksgiving or two. Yeah. Every yeah. Thanksgiving. Well, Thanksgiving. But yes, uh, every Thanksgiving. Detroit missed uh, like a year or two. What? I'm pretty positive. Wait, when did this start? Sixties uh, or like really? So it's been a, so a year. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's part of why uh, 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 Jerry Jones, yeah, the not. owner of the Dallas Cowboys, says we're America's team. He always made choices very early on in owning the Cowboys, of making sure that the Cowboys would get the most national coverage. How, how does one do that, though? How does one secure, if you're the owner of a football team, how do you secure uh, well, the rights on a specific team? Initially, Thanksgiving was not... They, they didn't think that would be an ideal time. They didn't right. know. And but I'm sure it, just, it gradually just turned into it, and and as so enormous a thing as it is. Dallas was the first volunteer and wanted to continue always. Oh, I think and then, you're right. I they, thought that and, Detroit had missed a, uh, missed a few years, but they didn't. No, nah, Detroit, and, See, De- and Detroit does that too, and it was just kind of a, it was a thing. It was like once they could get in, then they were like, this is our thing, and so you get, uh, you know, Detroit will usually play, uh, you know, an NFC North. Wow, it's, this has been, actually, I was totally wrong. It's called the Thanks- National Football League's Thanksgiving Classic. And it has been a regular occurrence since the league's inception in 1920. Oh, really? I didn't know that it went that long. Yeah. It's it's so perfect, though. It's so perfect because we've had so many Thanksgivings where shit gets awkward or whenever you, you know, Thanksgivings are... It's the perfect distraction. Yeah, Yeah. they're known. Everyone has, I, I assume everybody's been to a Thanksgiving where, like, there'll be an argument at the table or something will happen and you're sitting around and if you've got nothing to talk about... It's great to have on a game because it's exciting. You've never seen it before, so everyone can pay attention and not have to fucking argue you know, about bullshit. Thanksgiving is a funny time for me because I don't have that. But it's only because my, my family is so small and so spread out that Thanksgiving, what I'm going to do this, this week for Thanksgiving, and what I've done for the past several uh, years, 
is that I go home on Wednesday night, I brine a turkey to cook on Thursday, Aww. I do most of the cooking on Thursday, and it's me, my mom, and my dad, and our old neighbors, uh, and sometimes our old neighbor's daughter, uh, who's like uh, 28, and that's it. And we just sort of talk, and you know, they, my parents catch up with them, and they catch up with me, and then I disappear, and that's Thanksgiving. <laughs> I look forward to mine because it's like the same exact food every year since I was born, I feel. <laughs> so like, it's just really cool expecting and knowing like, there's always going to be the sweet potatoes, marshmallows, and turkey. And I try to do something new every specs. year, though. And, well, and I stop my mom cooks. from doing new things every year. Yeah, like... Did she just buy different kinds of cookies? cookies. No, <laughs> yeah, sometimes. The Makulas are having burgers on Thursday. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. Really? Because we're not, having, burgers. we're not having an official Thanksgiving, because um, there's a wedding in our family that's happening Saturday. Ah. So the entire family's going to be together, like, the whole entire day, Saturday and Friday, for, like, rehearsal dinner. So we're like, let's not do an actual, like, we won't really do an actual Thanksgiving. So they talked, like, what do you want? I'm like, Burgers. Like, all right, great, we'll have burgers on Thursday. So. You should have said turkey burgers, at least, and, like, be the cool twist Thanksgiving. You could, you could, you could use uh, just regular burger meat, but put, like, a big, thick slice of turkey on top of it. That actually would be awesome. Actually, I'm gonna... Like, some cranberry stuff yeah. on top. Use some pieces of turkey as the bread. Thanksgiving-inspired burger. If you put ranch on that, it'll still work with both meats. Actually, Don't forget the cranberry sauce. I really want to try this. Use, oh, use croissants. One, one thing, there is there is a, a Thanksgiving sandwich that comes out only this time of year I at love Starbucks. That. There's if the Thanksgiving sandwich. I feel like the Thanksgiving sandwich has been gaining popularity at more and more places. Oh, I feel like yeah. I'm seeing it. Wait, so like, it? I just had, it's leftovers. I just had the, the sleep burger a week ago. What? From uh, Kuma's. Kuma's is a place in Chicago. It's so good. I've never been there. It's so good. It's, it's a burger place. I've never um, been there either. Cool. Let's do it. Let's I'm, do a date. I'm not yeah. a big burger person, but this is really, really good for burger people. And yes. the sleep burger is especially dangerous because it's uh, it's a it's a turkey burger with fried stuffing, Whoa. Uh, some uh, mashed potatoes like as a lining. Uh, as like you would put mayo you, or ketchup on a lot and then it's doused in gravy. Oh my god, I want that right now. Yeah, that's that's right. Right. yeah it's good. I'd use, uh, use latkes and have like the cranberry as the spread. Ooh. That way you get potato. Oh yeah, you get the potato in there. Do you guys? Does anyone when they have Thanksgiving dinner? Do you guys portion it out? Or do you do just like slop them all together and eat them all? Everything's all at once. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's it's leftovers or everything at once. The, you guys all blend the dinner it itself mixes as it goes. Yeah. I'm a I just put gravy on everything. Section by section. I always I always mash my mashed potatoes into the corn and eat that together. Oh, yeah. I do. I mash Fuck, yeah. the potatoes. Can hang out with the corn. Can hang out with the turkey. Can hang out with the bread. Yeah. Just potatoes. They get around. But I'm not putting my sweet potatoes in very many things. Separate but equal. Mm-hmm. They don't belong in those other Separate things. but equal. I, I was going to let it slide. I, have, I brought this up before, but I don't enjoy the cranberry sauce. I think I don't need sweet and like bitter, sour uh, like jelly as part of my dinner. I'm just not interested in it. It's almost a palate cleanser. It's yeah, it's really growing. It's a terrible taste to put in your mouth when you're enjoying delicious turkey. (laughs) For for uh, for those of you who don't know, Keith is very anti sweets. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's not. He prefers the savory. Um, He's kind of like me in that, you know, like I don't really snack as much as like I could just eat like a big fucking pork chop out of nowhere. Oh yeah, just eating dinner things. Speaking of Keith, not really. Yeah. um, 
You're, what are you wearing? What is that? Does that work? Does that thing? That thing on your neck? It's a neck pillow he's wearing. Yeah, what? Uh, you know, I, I realize that I'm flying so much this year. I'm going to take, uh, I think, somewhere between 25 and 35 flights by March. Oh, my God. From October to March. Does it work? For on it, Is I it comfortable? Sleep. Yeah. Sweet. I forgot it was there. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, it's, it's really comfortable to, like, take naps in a couch with. Oh. It's, like, the perfect sit-up, and it holds your head from, like, lobbing. Mm-hmm. So when you won't lob, you won't wake up, and you can take a real uh, couch nap. It and also for flight, you can do this, or you can, uh, which is wearing around your neck. It's a neck pillow, or you can like bend it to this, do like any sort of twisting on the side. And you can lean against the airplane. People at wall. home have no, they can't. You see put it, it on, the, you twist it up, put it on the side of your head, lean it against the airplane wall, sleep against the airplane wall. It looks Close like a, the fucking window. A giant robot hand is about to grab you from behind. Pick me up, <laughs> and drop me. Yeah, yeah. a big old pincer. <laughs> I wanted the gray one because it was the robot one. That's awesome. So, uh, so for the first time in my life, uh, I'm hosting Thanksgiving at my place on, like, Ooh. Courtney and I are having the family over for Thanksgiving. There's so much pressure. It is. It Dude. is a lot of pressure. You yeah. make a turkey? Yeah, we make a turkey, we make a ham. You stuff the turkey? Uh, we make a stuffing, it goes on side of turkey. Don't get turkey stuck on head, like Mr. Bean. I would not. Oh. But he's not stuffed if he's not stuffed. <laughs> we uh, I would never it's called I would, it's 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 call it Cloud, I, I would never be able to cook a turkey like Mr. Bean because we've been living in that apartment for almost six months and we do not have a microwave mm. and Mr. Bean cooked a turkey in the microwave Wait, you don't you don't microwave. own a microwave no Seriously? and weirdly enough it's 2012 we, dude really dude we, we really don't miss How do you it like popcorn we haven't <laughs> Okay. Don't, don't worry about it. Popcorn's not important. That's What's that? crazy. Hot I mean, chocolate. that sounds awesome. It I, was well, like for the first thirty days, we're like, we really got to get a microwave. Court, one of Courtney's friends said she was gonna give us one, and it never ended up transpiring. But after like two months, we're like, I guess we'll get one eventually when we feel like it. But like when we want to reheat food, we'll put it in the oven. When we want to make popcorn, we just don't. Oven has to preheat. What if you want fat? You we know, just don't do that. It, we, it disciplines Use the broiler, us. The yeah, I right. love using the oven. That's the best way to cook. It's it. awesome. It could, because, you know, when, when, I, when I was... Uh, <laughs> yes, Makula. Can you make popcorn in, in the oven? You can make it on the stovetop. You can, can make, make it on the stovetop. I guess to answer your question, I guess, maybe. <laughs> I wouldn't. Can you, do the, can you have popcorn? Can you please tell me you're going to try to make popcorn on Thursday? And let me know how it works. Oh, I can't do that. My parents will be so upset. <laughs> if, if, if I don't put out, like, an apple pie or a pumpkin pie or something, and for dessert, I just throw, like, three bags of Orville Redenbacher in the oven. Tins, <laughs> <laughs> have you prepared for this day at all? Have you done, like, a pre... Have you done anything? Squats? <laughs> yes, Chris. Do you even lift? No, <laughs> have you made any recipes in preparation to test them out before the day? Do you know what uh, no, is? but Courtney's... Wait, how fucking are you doing a lot? Courtney, <laughs> Courtney, uh, Courtney has made all her dishes before. She's uh, she's done a turkey. She's done a ham. She's done all the all the wow. dishes that that we're going to make. Um, you know, we've bought all the food for it. We still have to buy a bunch of booze for it. Uh, we are going to do a turkey on the grill, which none of us, uh, neither of us, have done before. Um, oh, that's going to be hard. I did a new one because we need the grill? oven space. I just Wait, did a turkey in a crock pot. It's easy, yeah. yeah. Crockpot will do it. Crockpot turkey, but I was afraid it would, it would like, fall apart and, like, it would be too shredded, but it just 
just slice nice and perfectly. You it do it hot and fast, it'll work. You just won't get any color. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, actually what we did was because uh, we were also making, like, a pot roast on, like, really high heat. So after we took the turkey out there, we put it in the oven just for a couple minutes. Brown it. Browned the outside. So, and it got all crispy on the outside. Yeah, it'll do it. And stayed juicy in there because we coated it well. So, like, it, it ended up coming out nice. You yeah. guys want to know how I cook my turkey? Yeah, yeah dude. dude. I want to know how to cook eight turkeys. Okay, so first of all, you just got to brine it, girl. What is it? Okay, tell me uh, Brine is, you make a, uh, it's a, a heavily salted mixture, uh, water, salt water, which is ice. Which is called brine. Yeah, a brine. And you add peppercorns, and you add uh, other spices that you like, uh, on, on, and you just let it bathe in those things that you like. Mm-hmm. And it sits overnight, and it sort of thaws as it brines. Which is works really well if you have a frozen turkey, which a lot of people do, and if you don't, it'll be fine either way. But you let it soak overnight, and uh, you flip it at some point so it can uh, change and, and speed up. And then the next day, you dry it out, and try oh, just pat it dry all the way, all the way, all the way. And you take an apple and a cinnamon stick and some like uh, those fucking turkey spices, and you put them in, uh, put the cinnamon stick in the and a half of an apple and some water and microwave it for 30 seconds. Sorry, Tins. And then you take that out. You Sorry. take the apple and the herbs and you jam them into the turkey's crevice. And then you bake that. It's inside of it. Uh, apple holds a decent amount of moisture and it gets that cinnamon taste pretty quickly. You do the apple in the crock pot as well. Yeah, and you let it, it sort of steams a little bit of apple through. It doesn't really make it taste like apple. It just keeps it moist uh, from a different place. Yeah, like... Yeah. Keeps water coming throughout it. Yeah. Uh, so um, uh, then you you cook it, and if you start it at like 500 degrees with a uh, shell of uh, aluminum, or no, no, you just do it at 500 degrees really quick, like 30 minutes, and it'll be like, oh no, it's too brown. Don't worry about it. Just put it all the way down, really low, like 250, and uh, just like let it go slow. But uh, put a aluminum foil breastplate on the turkey. That's when you actually fold a little breastplate and put it on top of the turkey on the breast. Yeah. So it cooks it faster, mm-hmm. so that your white meat cooks faster than your dark meat does, because dark meat's on the outside. Uh, so you want to make it all even. And then uh, mm-hmm. get a meat thermometer. Watch yeah. it that way. Get an I electric, see, I see electronic the, one's like fucking $6. Yeah, that's really cheap. Yeah, man. I noticed um, the other day, I don't watch it that often, um, but I, I watched the Thanksgiving special of Good Eats with Alton Brown, and man, Alton Brown awesome. makes Thanksgiving so exciting to watch. He really does. Dude, watch all this week. You should watch Food Network. Oh, we they have been. Thanksgiving yeah. coverage. They'll answer every question you've ever had on Thanksgiving. They'll make everything you make better. I uh, it's I, great. I don't know how to find it because it's not I, it's not on demand as far as I could tell. But there's a uh, MythBusters that they're doing sometime this week where they're testing out uh, Thanksgiving myths with Alton Brown. Turkey yeah, can it's, explode. It's gonna be awesome. I think it's like, can you cook a turkey on like the on your car's radiator or something? <laughs> they're weird shit. Spoiler, probably not. Who's my my grand that? my grandfather deep fried a turkey. And uh, the fireballs came out and all that stuff. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Was it frozen? The turkey was frozen. Well, it was it like still more frozen it. than it ought to have been. Well, yeah, that's how the fireballs happen. Yep, that's what happens. happens. I'll do it. They that's thought a big they release thought of energy. That it wasn't water and oil makes fire somehow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But who uh, knows how? That totally happens. Super, super more, hot everyone's oil. okay, It'll, though. Yeah, it's more of a... Yeah, burning, and then the turkey has stuff that can burn, well, so you make yeah, fireballs. It's, it's, it's an extreme release of energy as well, yeah. from very cold to very hot. I think we talked... Did we talk about last year's... Uh, in last year's Thanksgiving podcast about 
Do we ask if anyone did the White Castle stuff in? Yeah. I've always wanted to do Oh, yeah, I think we might have mentioned that. And I said I was going to do it, and then the party I was going to do it for, someone else had volunteered to do it, so I did something else, but then that person ended up not showing up. So you never got to try it. So I never did it. That sucks. Wait, what is the White Castle stuffing? It's just stuffing with torn, you tear, uh, like, five or six burgers, I think, maybe more. Oh, my God. Yeah, a decent amount. You just chop them all uh, together. Uh, I think I'd, you add something else like and maybe some, some eggs. Meat, yeah. uh, meat and grilled onions and bread. What's, what's I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to do it. Amazing. You know what? White Castle actually uses beef. It's all beef. Yeah, it's it's great. Enough. I love White Castle. They cook it up fresh because the patties are so thin and small. So they can throw them on. They throw them on with the onions. So it's grilled onions, too. They're mm. wonderful. Yeah. I'd love uh, to do I the White Castle stuff. I several of them the other night. And yesterday, I was reminded of that. <laughs> it's like the it's best drunk it. food. Mm-hmm. It's such good drunk food. Does anyone get drunk on Thanksgiving, or do you just pass out by like six? Oh, I'm going to get drunk I'm on Thanksgiving. I'm coming home. Get drunk on Thanksgiving. So I, I can't oh, I get gotta, drunk. Oh, yeah, I'm going to come home and get drunk. I'm here. driving home, so I'm going to get drunk last later. Get drunk last year. Yeah, I get drunk while I'm driving. Last year, before I went to my family's place, I, I literally stopped by a bar on the way and had two old fashions. And then went to Thanksgiving. It's a good Thanksgiving drink. Well, such a... Now that all my brothers are grown up and it's the family, it's like we're all back. You know, they're so because my older brother lives out of state. You make a tradition out of it, don't you? Well, that's Christmas. We have like a specific drinking tradition, uh, but during Thanksgiving, it's just everyone just drinks. It's a free for all. It is nice it's though. Dinner and then then beers for the rest of. The it's day. nice though. Like once all the brothers and sisters are, are of a certain age and and coming home to family events is like cool. Well, I brought okay. a case of beer. You brought some beer. There's some wine and some other stuff going around. Like cool. Let's hang out with the family and have like a ton of drinks. Yeah. Well, that's why. Like I realized every time I went to a party when I was a little kid, all my cousins were way older than me, so I didn't have too many people to hang out with. But like my, you know, my family like loved it so much, and now I'm looking at it like, oh yeah, that's right, because you can get drunk through those. Like that's gonna be way awesome when that's me, or whenever you go to family yeah. things now, and you, just, you know, you you really miss these people, and it is a nice. I love that Thanksgiving is a thing that we all do, where, you know, except now they're starting Black Friday on Thanksgiving, so I guess they're they're cutting into that. But Are they really, we yeah, yeah, like, no yeah. Walmart's. Yeah. Yeah. Walmart, a lot, a bunch of them are. They're starting it on Thanksgiving now. Yeah, my mom works at Kohl's. She has to be there at midnight on Thanksgiving. Oh man, that's evil. When they open, yeah, Um, yeah, but like a lot of those places, you can choose your shifts. I don't know. I, I was having this conversation with my girlfriend Cassie, and like she is so furious about about this, and I think it's because. Like, she's just sick of, like, the, the consumerism or, like, how many people actually get hurt waiting in line. It's the worst. Oh, yeah. People it's like have died, right? Yeah, well, people, people have died. People, died. people have died all the time, though, of it's different so things. Sad. <laughs> they get stampeded. They get stampeded because everyone's going to grab a bunch of, like, fucking cheap TVs and they'll, like, trample people to death. Yeah, people yeah. Die the, cyber, the cyber deal days are, are making it heavily competitive because our generation yeah. is like, not going to a store. I can just be up at like, 2 in the morning at my computer and get yeah. the same deal. Dude, just, yeah, just wait till Monday. I'll get it all at work. I'm gonna get it. The internet. I, just, I literally am just like, don't it, know how yet. It's gonna be in stock somewhere on the internet. Yeah. Somebody's gonna sell me awesome $3 headphones. I'm gonna buy them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, luckily, I've, I've never done that. I don't, like, plan on doing it. I, I get all my Christmas shopping done on, like, one or two days. I've never gone out for Black Friday. 
I've always just like yeah, Thanksgiving. I take the entire day to chill, and it's like one of my favorite holidays. What do you guys get your parents? Do you for guys Thanksgiving? get Thanksgiving stuff? Well, I mean, for for Christmas. How do you guys get them for Christmas? Something that they would enjoy. So, that yeah, I mean, if you know what to get, I have no I idea. For the past, for the past three years, ever. I've gotten my dad a Home Depot gift card and my mom an Amazon gift card. I, can't I get do my that. dad something like a Home Depot gift card and my mother like a Starbucks gift card. I don't know what to do. I usually See, get with, them booze, like fun booze, just something that they wouldn't normally buy for themselves. With a drink. But with yeah, yeah, stores going out. My parents aren't cool. I got my dad. What do I get? I would, I would always go to like Borders or like Barnes and Noble and just like find like because my dad's like really into like yeah, like nineteen fifties forties like history and like World War Two stuff. So I'd be like, mm. I just walk in there and be like, oh boom! I don't think he has this one. It's fine. And but he doesn't. My dad hates like technology, so he doesn't have a Kindle or anything like that. Yeah. So I am, I can't get him anything now because he doesn't. See, it's it's terrible for me because I'm like bad. I never know what to get people. And my dad is like an incredibly thoughtful gift giver. Like my dad will get my dad will give people gifts, and there'll be little things he heard him say that he remembers, and he really thinks. Or he'll get you like stuff that like you never in a million years would buy, but you've always like kind of wanted, and he could just sense. And like I never know what to fucking buy him. Uh, I think I think I figured out something good for my mom, and she doesn't listen to the podcast. I'm gonna throw this out there. I'm gonna try to just buy. The all the software and everything you need to turn your VHS tapes into DVDs. Does she uh, have a lot of them still? We've got tons of yeah, VHSs yeah. from all our concerts and plays oh, and yeah. life events and That's things that happen. And I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it for her and I'm gonna like well, take a bunch and make a bunch of our VHS into DVDs. I guess that's a, yeah, that is a good gift for like for for people around that age or, or with you know or, or with kids that age now is it either something to turn VHSs into DVDs or I know my parents uh, a couple of Christmases ago got like a, uh, a photo scanner so they can take all the fucking thousands and thousands of baby photos and kid photos that they have and put them all on a couple hard drives. Yeah, I think that's a good think, thing for parents. I think even for your the VHSs, just get whatever you can do to get VHSs straight to the to a hard drive file. Just give them a hard drive full of the memories. Welcome to the future. <laughs> DVDs are a little easier to. Uh, they're a little comfortable, I think, for the generation. But they're they're bad us. because you're just gonna have to rip them later. We know that, but. The generation Maybe above us, I think, still likes to hold something in their hand. It makes them. It makes it feel like their data is safer. And you could do, but I mean, if you know, hard drives are pretty. Um, I mean, I guess you, we got a lot of H. People CD say but, they're fleeting and they break, but mine don't break. I'm great. <laughs> and you're probably a lot like Keith out there. So, I don't uh, dust them for shit. They just work somehow. It's awesome. Yeah, I guess you'd have to keep them in really good condition, but it's nice to have that. Stuff. I don't know. I sit over there. They're great. <laughs> they do great. I say I've had skip one the hard like drives. Just import years. them straight to the cloud. Yeah, okay, my dad doesn't you, trust you, the cloud yet. Do me a favor Give you, and just explain to me what the cloud is. Uh, I've, you, I use it. Dude, I have it. But what is it? Okay. <laughs> Put your virtual reality goggles on and take a look at the future. The idea is that you don't even own the storage space of your stuff. It's in the like they're telling me it's, it's in the ulti- sky, right? Yeah, the information like, is in the it's sky. It's not really in the sky. It's, it's like a miles. net of information in the sky. Your data so it's a sky exists. Net. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. It's <laughs> like you. All right, LP. Yeah. It's like you have a giant cord all the way to my hard drive. Okay. Yeah, it's and like so does every other human. Uh, what? 
Like, like you're when all I, keeping it on my drive. Yeah, when I like, I have all my Amazon music up in the cloud, but it's really at a giant server over at Amazon HQ. It's just some they have to keep in their house instead well, of in mine. They have access to it technically. Oh yeah, yeah. And technically, it's not even on their servers. They just have a bunch of servers, and it's virtualized, sitting on top of a pool of them. Yeah. So like, all of their servers together make up tiny parts of one big server. That way, if oh, any yeah. physical machine fails, it's, yeah, like, it balanced was, by yeah. all the other ones. Wow, it's like when a Christmas tree light goes out. Sort of! No, it's <laughs> not. And that ruins it. You have to fix that on one bulb. No, I mean, if it's a, if a good... Around the world. If a good Christmas <laughs> tree light goes out. That's right. a joke. Not a shitty no, Christmas they light. They deal it with jets and everything. No, that's... No, what? Did you hear what he said? Because it sounds fake. Might you repeat that, Scott? I'm sorry. I said that, and and the servers that that Mark was just talking about are on a huge, like, cargo plane that for 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, just fly around the world. Hence, in the cloud. In the cloud. Sweet, that makes sense to me. That's why. I get it. Now that I know there's something tangible, I can digest it. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally safe. Classic, <laughs> classic Russian train missile logic. Yep. Ah. It does make me a little wary because um, I do I do Amazon's music cloud just because it, I think it was free when I did I don't know something accidentally on Amazon mm-hmm. or something. So like I back up all my music on Amazon, but I know iTunes has a similar service where you pay them like twenty five bucks a year and you can sort of put all your music up there. But it's not really. You don't upload your music, they just match all of your music to the shit they already have. And then it's like, whenever you want that music, you could just take it from us. But it's, you know, it's our music, it's our, it's our songs. But you could take them. Yeah. I mean, I, that's actually what they're doing when you download the physical files in the legal sense anyway. Because well, sure, like sure. Right now, it's just a license to play it. It's not, yeah, it's but I mean, yeah, that, that's the hard thing. That there is something about you know, like if you if you buy an ebook, you can loan it to people, you can loan it electronically, mm-hmm. but it still belongs to them. It's like you know, it was nice when you buy a book. It's a thing you have, and you Thank can you. if you want to rip it up. And the, the, a lot of artists are you, you know they get into. So they get into trouble because there's all this stuff out there, and you can just grab it. You can grab video. You can grab audio. You can grab this from anywhere. And back in the day, if you had this stuff on videos and you wanted to make your own little project just for yourself, you could do it because you physically owned copies of these things. But now it gets into so much gray area with who owns what. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you take something and completely make it into a different thing, you know, is it even really a? Because I mean, that's the that's the test, right? As long as it not impacting the original work in any way. Yep. You can get away with it, but it's it's all a lot of gray area that like it's harder to find who owns what. Like it's data. Who owns fucking data? That's why I, I keep all my books on vinyl now. Yeah. Well, that's because you're fucking hipster. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually, you know, um, Google Google Drive is that concept, yeah. and yeah. everyone hates Google Drive, and I love. I love Google I Drive too. It's because I finally figured out what the point of it was. Yeah, well, it took me a little bit. Drive, you insane. You just do you want nice. to drive on Google Drive? Uh, oh, I, that's pretty good. I, oh, it. the pun crown is being passed. Congratulations. It's basically like, think about when you save something to your hard drive. You know, like, I put it in the Mark folder or whatever, or under yeah. documents. Google Drive is that folder, but it exists on all your computers. So I just save, like, uh, 
anything I want into the Google Drive folder. And then if I'm on my uh, like work computer and I'm using Google Docs, boom, it opens up. If I have like a laptop or my phone or anything, all of those files are in one virtual place. Or if you're at your friend's house. Yeah. It's like any computer anywhere. So basically it's like... It's like, instead of a computer being a physical box where you're storing everything, it just becomes a window into where all your files are. So any window you can open up and get your stuff. Can I ask you a really stupid question? Yeah. How is Google Drive different than just regular Google Docs? Yeah, I was going to ask that. Uh, Google Docs, Google Docs are easy, and it's a Google hard drive. Right. <laughs> but basically, they converted Google Docs. But it was still a Google Drive. Drive. Well, why, why do they think? I mean, based off what you said, yeah, which I, I totally agree with. Yeah. How is Drive making? Because well, I, I hate Drive. You can use it. You can use it for any types of files. Okay. And the That's other cool. reason I like it is you can. So, like with Google Docs, you would have to go into Google Docs and upload something to it. Right. right. Whereas now, like for example, um, if you take files from, say, a program that doesn't have just normal documents, so like QuickBooks, right? I can save a QuickBooks file with Google Drive and run it off of Google Drive, and then any computer I go to that has QuickBooks, I can open up that exact same file. So I guess I get it, but I don't... You know your My Folders folder where you keep your porn? No one is allowed to know. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Spotify is on private. Oh, that's right. He just switched it to private. I don't know. You you have like your My Documents folder, right? Right. So imagine that all the stuff that's in your My Documents folder is also in your My Documents folder at work and your friends. No, that's not good. No. Of course, it's not. It, you have to like. You, but, of course, you have to log in. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's that's basically what it is. Okay. Yeah, and it comes in really useful. I've actually been using it a bunch recently. Oh, but so how do we destroy it? <laughs> Dude, you, here's the thing, Makula. You couldn't possibly. There's no turning back. We are going to have more of our lives on the cloud every day. It's all That's over. where it's going. We can't we're all do gonna anything about it. Become one king rat. We're all gonna be yeah. linked. We are matted together. We just gotta fucking deal with it and try to get to where we're all supposed to. And be going. we'll never make it. No. <laughs> just like a rat with eighty legs can't walk very fast. But it walks. It's not pretty, but it, it does swells. It, it walks so until it dies. <laughs> I rode one of them fancy new L trains over here today. Oh yeah, I like those. I have a new one. The ones what? that are like. They're, What's different? Well, there's more seats that are just benches. It's like New York style. New York style. And there's a. I love those. There's an electronic. LED sign yeah, that shows you like where you are, where you're going. And it'll tell you the time and everything. Oh, yeah. that, they, I was on one of those in New York. It was awesome. Yeah, it's like, well, there's an LED actually in the train car and also does on the it, outside. Does it, tell the you, does it tell you the weather or is it not time for that yet? Yeah, uh, like four minutes. Okay. If you fall asleep on the New York, on the, like the, the, the metro on New York, you get exactly. fined like $200. Whoa. What? Really? I thought they'd just kick you out of the train. I don't know. I didn't no, see anybody you, sleeping, though. You, you're subject to fine $200, yeah. but they don't enforce that That's what I'm saying. on normal yeah. people. They no. enforce it on hobos. Yeah. I saw well, no, a guy they enforce on the CTA. it on like, normal people in New York. Like, if you just... Right. I, I saw a guy on the CTA who totally should have been fined. Uh, they have the no eating or no drinking rule. Oh, was and we he got, eating or drinking? And we got, <laughs> we got to a stop.
up and I just see liquid pouring down the stairs and the dude he must have had like 128 ounces of coffee or something it was like a popcorn bucket full of coffee and he spilled it all and it was just cascading down the stairs and he just looked panicked and I saw him looking around and I caught eyes with him so he knew that I saw him and then he just that was where I was getting out you just mouthed out to him Fuck you. you should have just ye- stared at him. You should have stared at him and just yelled out, "Police! <laughs> Police! Yeah, get him, boy!" No, he took off. He fucking took off. But I'm like, man, I've like, <laughs> I've never seen someone who should have been busted by the CTA police worse than that. <laughs> he accidentally spilled his coffee. There's people with I like bad knives and stuff. They should probably get busted first. Man. Or people who stand in front of the fucking exits with. Oh my god! I had a moment today. <laughs> wow, dude. Go no, on. Man. So I was at the Chicago Brownland stop waiting for the Brownland to go north. And it's one of those things like a couple of trains go by, but everyone who's waiting, you know, most people are civil enough to be like, like if I if I run the stairs and I try to catch a train, but I know that there have been people waiting there for five minutes, I'm not going to try to run past it. Like, you you waited your time. Yeah. yeah. I want. So, and everyone kind of does that, because I think we're all working in the same building, right? Like, you get the certain pattern where you recognize the same people on the L platform, so you're like, alright, this fucking asshole with a red jacket just walks in and just cuts through everyone right when that was my turn to get into the train, and, like, it's really funny, it was like, he went in, and I tried to get in, and I just backed off, gave him a Christopher Walken look, and then yeah. everyone who was ever in the train just stared at the guy in the red jacket, kind of like, no, it's, it's the guy who... Who wears the hipster you di- hat? You disrupted the herd. <laughs> yeah, like they all got mad at him. Like, no, like you, you can't do that. But they no, killed him one stop later. Yeah, they should. So, so you didn't get on that train? No, I had to wait for another three more trains. And I was like, you he had to be walking. Three more trains. trains? You should have gone. That's a point where I think it's okay to get physical. You mean like, hey, asshole? No, not that. But grabbing him by the shoulder because you're right. Yeah, you're not wrong. Roll up your sleeves first. Yeah, just roll, just roll up one sleeve. All you have to do is say, "Hey, man, I was waiting for a really long time." And then if he goes, "So what?" Then you get to punch him. Yeah, that, <laughs> I, that I almost got into a fight with a guy a couple weeks ago because I was what? the train was packed and I was right by the door and door open and one guy like way in the back was trying to get off and I saw him coming so I got off the train knowing yeah. that I was in his way you make your exit another yeah. guy that was waiting on the platform like pushes everyone aside oh. and goes in and takes oh. my spot you can't do that and I'm like what are you doing man and he just ignores me I says like hey excuse me I was just on this train he's like, oh, it's, it's a public train man it's a public train you don't like what? it take a car oh. I was like you fucking kidding me and I was like you're being an asshole and everyone starts kind of like looking around he's like what you, you're talking to me yes I said you're an asshole He's like, oh, yeah, it's public train, it's public train. If you don't like it, take your car. Oh yeah. Take and your I car. Just, and I just forced my, my way on it and stood really close to him awkwardly, like, breathing on him for the next time. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, you got to be careful not to piss him off the stick lightly. Because, yeah, you never know who has a knife or gun. You it's touch his dick lightly, man. I, I can't just be touch his dick lightly. But you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, you touch your dick lightly. All you have to yeah. do is get back onto that train, and then if it's a crowded train, you're both going to loop. Like, you've got 15 minutes of just pure awkwardness. Yeah. Which you had a moral victory there. Oh, I like, felt great. Yeah, it's awesome. Did hey, you whisper? Pop the button on my shirt. Did you whisper things? You smell good. Does anyone know if those new L cars uh, tell the weather? I'm going to kill you, Tins. Hey, what a great segue, Tins. <laughs> But since how would I know what the weather Friday will be? You know how I check the weather? I don't know. Do you ask Cloud? I just listened to our patented segment, Cloud, Cloud Tells, tells the, the Weather. weather. Patented. 
on Thursday night, Thanksgiving night around midnight, expect some light gravy drizzle. Go outside if you need some extra. Then early Friday morning, um, there's going to be 50% chance of partly sunny skies and pilgrim clouds. All day during the day, Black Friday, it's going to be really weird outside because Google Drive storage is going to be popping up out of the streets like whack-a-moles. So look out if you're driving. Take the L. This has been Cloud Tells the West. Sorry, well, I'm, I'm filling in for, for Castelvi tonight on the uh, on the computers. So actually, uh, Thanksgiving is going to be a gorgeous day. It's going to be very mo- mostly cloudy, 60 degrees. Wow. Black yeah, Friday, uh, you know, a cool 44, but mostly sunny. A slightly, you know, 10% chance of rain. Weekend will be a little bit cooler, 37, mostly sunny on Saturday, followed by a, a mostly cloudy day, 43 on Sunday, but a very mild Thanksgiving. A great day on holiday. Thanksgiving, 60. You know, uh, folks, we are podcasting uh, live uh, via livestream.com slash Octavarius, and we do that every Monday uh, at 9.45 p.m. Central, of course. Uh, And that makes this day that we're recording today, uh, Monday, November 19th. 2012. Um, but if you're not listening live, you can always catch us that Friday on iTunes and Octavarius.com and now Stitcher, uh, which means if you're listening to this the very first day that the podcast version is out, then we have some very special birthdays to announce. Happy birthday to Harpo Marx. Mm. Uh, yeah, movie comedian. Happy birthday to, uh, sorry for cutting you off, happy birthday to Miley Cyrus. That wasn't mine. (laughs) Happy birthday, Chris Hardwick. You're okay, I guess. (laughs) Good guess. Happy birthday, Bruce Valanche. (laughs) Happy birthday, Rick Bayless. Uh, Happy birthday, uh, Boris Karloff. Boris Karloff, everybody. (coughs) Uh, Happy birthday, Billy the Kid. Famous mm. murder victim. Happy Famous birth- kid. Happy birthday, uh, barely talented Chris Hardwick, host of Talking <laughs> Wait, Man. I wished him a happy birthday, and then you wished him a barely talented happy I birthday? I had to. <laughs> He's, the, He's barely talented. He is barely talented. Hey, he I put up with him. He the anchor of uh, Singled Out. Oh, if you listen to any of his podcasts, you will never forget that. Really? He makes sure to mention it nearly every time he hosts a podcast. His picture, uh, he looks like Aaron Paul's face melted a little bit. (laughs) He's like, you know, he always was the setup guy for Jenny McCarthy. Look, dude's getting, he's getting much better as an interviewer. I have problems with the way he conducts interviews, especially when his less talented friends are on board. (laughs) Should I, should I ever get more famous, Podcast 143 may have some edits. Yes, Keith. Who died? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. We were just having so much fun. Uh, who died? Well, you know, you're Tell right. Who died? Well, as you know, we uh, we do have to uh, we do have to celebrate death as well as life. Is I there a rule? It. Well, yes, there is actually. Every time, every time somebody is born, someone must die. Oh, that's, that's the, the rule. rule. Oh, the cops stay out. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Do you have one, Chris? Uh, yes, I want to say All right, uh, go for our it. deepest condolences to the family and friends of Roald Dahl. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Charlie and Ch- the Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. And the BFG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, just all these decades later, still. 
And our, our thoughts go out to the, the friends and family of Constantine Mavrocordados, Prince of Wallachia and mm. Prince of Moldavia. Mm. That's, that's especially sad. He's a good prince. Vigo was the sorrow. Of yeah, the it does say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? I, I feel better. I do feel better. I feel even and balanced. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of deaths. But. Mm. We'll need a day. Sucks for you. Paul Newman. Oh. 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 oh, no. I love Paul Newman. All right, now I feel balanced. Okay. Great. Yeah, that's good. Uh, you know, I uh, I feel better now we, that we've fulfilled our, our birthday and death day responsibilities. I still feel kind of like an idiot, though. Though, Tins, we have the perfect medicine for that. What's that, Keith? It's something that we keep on the far side of the room. And it's called... Nick, Nick McCoolis. Seven words of wisdom. Well, Mr. Turkey. Six is what's shit this has been <laughs> Nick McCool's seven <laughs> words of wisdom six is what's shit excellent words uh, to live well by, Mr. Turkey <laughs> six advice. is what's Life shit uh, alright everybody poet we are just about out of time, but uh, as always, uh, please keep coming to our Sunday shows. Uh, this is going to be our Thanksgiving Turk Down 2012 uh, coming up this coming Sunday. Uh, and that's going to be, as always, at the Comedy Sports Theater at 7 p.m. And that's at 929 West Belmont in sunny Chicago, Chicago Illinois. Bring a hand turkey and get in for only $7. And possibly get... <laughs> oh yeah, there will be prizes. Yeah, it's gonna be a ham. Yeah, who? It's gonna be a ham. Just let them know about the ham. The ham's a great it's prize. Exciting. The ham's a selling point. Like an entire, like a huge ham. Five pounds. I'm gonna win it. I'm gonna win it. And the can. I'm gonna win the ham. And you guys, I get to perform with you. Oh yes, Scotty D is actually gonna be a special, special guest. He's only in it for the ham. I'm gonna win that shit. I want to win that ham. No, dude. Alright everybody, uh, that's just about all the time that we have. So, uh, Oh, uh, like us on Facebook, uh, if I haven't said so already. Like us, or follow us on Twitter. We are at Octavarius. And uh, with that, we are going to leave you. Have eight days and a wicked week. Say bye, everyone. Run for your lives. You're running out of time. Close and lock the door. He's coming back for more.